Well, hey there, entrepreneurs. I recently had the opportunity to speak at a couple of conventions, and at both conventions, I had something come up that shocked everyone around me. In fact, this had people so surprised that their jaws literally dropped and they lurched forward and asked if I was actually telling the truth. So today, I have a little bit of a confession for you, and this might shock you as well, especially if you know me from these conventions or these summits, these different events, or if you've seen my live streams or my interactive content out on social media that educates you, this might come as a bit of a surprise. So are you ready? For those of you that don't know, my name is K.M. Robinson, I'm a social media marketing strategist, and I am an introvert. And when I told people that I was an introvert at these events, their jaws hit the floor. It was so shocking to them because I am so incredibly good at making it look like I'm an extrovert. Now, to be fair, I am an introvert with extroverted tendencies. I have over the years learned how to leverage my ability to speak to people and learn how to actually network at these different events. And I use that to make sure that I'm growing my business and making those connections and those friendships that I actually need within the industry. But the truth is, I am an introvert. I get my energy from being alone and I am drained when I'm around people. So outside of doing business things, you will not find me going out and hanging out with people. I don't do that. I am not a social person. I like to be at home alone, working with my dog. I don't like going out after 6 p.m. at night. I do not like to be social. And when I am social, it's usually with a group of under three people, including me. I like to be around small groups if I'm going to be around people. But as you know, as an entrepreneur, we actually have to be a little bit more on the extroverted side. We need to be able to make those connections, have those conversations, go to those industry events. We need to be able to put ourselves out there in order to grow our connections and our businesses. And so over the last decade or so, I have taught myself quite a few things to actually get out there and be a little more social and be able to talk about my business and really make those great connections for my brands. And today, I'm gonna be breaking down 10 things that I do when I am networking at events to make sure I'm making those connections, even though I'm a serious introvert and I would much rather not be talking to people and not be in public and not be in large crowds. So whether you are an introvert or an extrovert, today I'm breaking down 10 things that I do while I'm networking at events to make sure that I'm making those really great connections. Welcome to the Social Media for Bosses podcast, where we are helping you to create profitable brands through smart social media marketing every single week here on the podcast. I'm your host, Cam Robinson, social media marketing strategist, and today we're talking all about 10 things that I do when I am networking at events. And the first one is something most people don't actually do, or they don't take the time to do, or they don't even consider doing before they go to an event. And it does take place before the event. And that is research. I try very hard not to walk into situations where I don't know at least a couple of the people or at least a couple of the key players before I walk into the building. I want to know who I'm going to see, who I'm going to be talking to, and I want to know if there's any potential business connections that I need to make sure that I am making. 
So before I attend any event or I go to any convention or summit, whatever it happens to be, I make sure I know who is going to be there. I know who's in charge. I know what they do. I know where their business is going. I make sure I research them on social media. I check out other speakers. I make sure I know some of the key players. And I try to make some friends before I go. So if there is a Facebook group or if there's some kind of social media contact that I can get in touch with, I try to to go follow those people on social media or to talk to them inside of a group so that I am known before I go to this event and then I know people before I go to the event. In fact, I have been to a number of events where I get into these discussion groups and I make sure that I am known. And then when I go to these events, people that I've never met, never spoken to, never even heard of come up to me and already know who I am, which then saves me the trouble of having to figure out who I should be talking to because people are actively coming to me. They already know who I am, what I do, what I'm offering to that particular event or convention, and they are prepared to have a conversation with me, which actually takes a lot of the work off of my hands. So always, always, always do your research before you go to an event, even if it's just to kind of check people out on social media or see who the key players are. Make sure you know enough that you can go and have a conversation with at least a couple of people and seem knowledgeable as you're doing it. Now, the next thing that I do when I'm at an event is actually find a small group of people to talk to. Like I said, I'm an introvert. I don't like talking to big groups unless I am the speaker or the educator or the teacher or the presenter for that group. Do not put me inside of a large social group and expect me to be the one to entertain people. I simply cannot do that. That is not within my genetic code. I am not somebody who is able to entertain a large group of people unless I am, like I said, the teacher or the presenter. And so I will go and look for small groups. I will find one person to talk to. Maybe I'll pull a second person into the conversation. Maybe I'll walk up to a group of three to five people. I look for those small groups because then I don't have to get overwhelmed. I can just talk to the small group. There's enough people that other people can be having conversations as well, but I am being social and actively a part of the conversation within those small groups. So I highly recommend finding small groups to talk to. And then if you do want to cover more ground, bounce from small group to small group to small group so that you can meet a lot of people, but it's not a massive group where you're not going to get a lot of face time with people. Now, another important thing to be doing as you are networking at events is to make sure that you know your elevator pitch. You should not ever walk into the room and not be able to very clearly say who you are, what you do, and how you benefit the person that you are talking to. So we've had lots of episodes, lots of videos, lots of conversations about making sure you know your bio and your elevator pitch. And if you need help with that, you can actually go over to kmrobinson.com where we have a bio bootcamp PDF workshop worksheet for you. You don't want to miss out on that one. That's actually going to break down exactly what you need to know in your biography. So you can go check that out over on the web website, but you want to make sure that you know your elevator pitch in short form and in slightly longer form so that you can have an intelligent conversation about your business or brand with people that you are meeting while you're at these events. When you're knowledgeable about your business, people are going to take you more seriously. So if you stumble or you stutter or you seem unsure of what you're talking about, people are going to dismiss you. So knowing your elevator pitch, who you are, what you do, and how you benefit people is going to speak volumes when you are going to these events. Now, the fourth thing that I do when I am going to these networking events is making sure that I am willing to make friends. It can be a little hard, especially as an introvert, to go and make friends. So you want to make sure that you're finding people that you can have conversations with that 
aren't just there to be used for your business. You want to have actual friendships. So be willing to extend yourself. Be willing to walk up to somebody and have a conversation about them, about what they do, about the event, about things outside of your business and your circle and start to make these valuable friendships. Now, pro tip here, if you are someone who maybe has a little bit of trouble making friends, look for people who are also struggling to make friends. Usually when I walk into events, I look for people who are standing alone or in small groups or people who tend to be standing off to the side. Those are the people who need friends. And guess what? You need friends too. And so starting on the outskirts, working your way in and developing a group around you as you go by collecting people that you're having conversations with and then bringing them with you, that is going to help you to develop these friendships, but also bring people along for the ride. You guys know I love the saying, a rising tide raises all ships, and that applies to this as well. You get to be the boat captain here, so go and make a friend who looks like they need a friend, and then together you can make another friend, and another friend, and another friend, and pretty soon you develop your own conversation group, which will then lead to some really great networking for you. Now, the fifth thing that I do when I am at networking events is probably the most important one that you can do out of this entire list, and that is asking questions. There's no question too small, too dumb, or too basic for you to be asking. In fact, in my own business, I've recently adopted this philosophy where I will ask the question, even if it seems silly, even if I feel foolish, even if it feels like everybody else already knows the answer, I will ask the question. And the worst thing that can happen is the person doesn't know, doesn't want to tell you, or can't tell you. And that's okay. You move on from there. But if you don't ask the question, you're never going to get the answer. And chances are other people in the room probably also want the answer to it. So asking questions, whether they are hard questions or easy questions, is a great way to get to know people, to get conversations started, and then what? <laughs> to network, to make these friendships, these relationships, these business opportunities. Asking questions is a great way to get the ball rolling and make sure that you are facilitating conversation, making people feel good about themselves, and getting to know people on a genuine level. So be prepared to ask the questions. All right, before we get into the sixth one, we are going to take a little break after a quick word from our affiliate. Did you know that the social media algorithms actually value live streaming way above video, photos, or text posts? This is because the majority of us are watching videos on the social media platforms, and the majority of us will pause when we see a live video because we know that person is speaking in real time and we can have that real interaction with them. And then once we're involved with it, we're actually engaged and we stay pretty much through the end of the live stream, no matter how long it happens to be. So live streaming is incredibly important within our businesses. And if we're not leveraging it, we are doing a disservice not only to our businesses, but to our clients, our students, our followers, our viewers, because they are here for this type of content. But I know that live streaming can be hard and can be scary and there's technology and you have to worry about lighting, you have to worry about audio, you have to worry about people showing up. It can be a little bit on the hard side, which is why I put out so much content on how to create active and engaging live streams. But for those of you who want to go a little bit deeper, for those of you who want a roadmap, a step-by-step -step plan 
to go forward with your live streams to make sure you're getting engagement, you're fostering community, and you are really developing a relationship with the people who are following you on social media, I actually have a little something for you. Livestream Action Plan is a monthly membership site where every single month I break down one important live stream for you to do. Now, don't get me wrong, I do show you how to do more than one live stream per month, but we focus on one big, super important one every single month, and I break it down in a specific action plan for you. So every single month, you get an action plan where I tell you how to prepare for that really big, really important live stream every single month in a step-by-step way. We give you a caption that you can fill in the blanks for your live broadcast. We talk about what content you should be addressing, the questions you need to be answering. I give you your overlays for your agenda. We make sure that you have pre and post marketing swipe files and templates, cheat sheets, and more so you're 100% ready to walk into your live stream in a confident way so that you are engaging with your people and getting them to learn a little bit more about your business. We also make sure you have our monthly magazine with tips and tricks, best practices. We talk about the new broadcast features and functions. We give you templates and captions for the other lives that you're doing during the month. We talk about holiday-specific bonuses. We even give you information for a monthly Ask Me Anything session where you're inviting your followers to hang out and ask you questions in real time to learn about your businesses and hopefully book your services or buy your products. I also hold weekly office hours inside of our Facebook group where you can come and ask me questions in real time. I drop tips and tricks for you. We go over on-air analytics. You can show me your account and your on-airs and get feedback in real time. And I come to you with breaking live broadcast news before I go anywhere else. Not to mention, we give you a content calendar for setting up your live streams and other paperwork that you need to make sure that you stay on target for what you're doing within your live streams. Now, this is a monthly membership, and I love hanging out with people every single month to educate them and help them grow in their live streaming platform. So if you would like more information, you can come over to livestreamactionplan.com. And if you go to livestreamactionplan.com slash podcast, I might just have a little bonus for you. Go check it out. It's going to be well worth your time. And I cannot wait to join you and support you as you are growing your live streaming platform. Okay, let's get back into it. Okay, so we just mentioned that you need to be prepared to ask questions when you are networking at these events, but there's another tip that's really going to help you out as well, and that brings us to number six, smile even when you are not the one talking. You want to make sure no matter what, you are engaged with people. So looking them in the eye, making eye contact, making sure that you're smiling, you're nodding, you're responding to what they're saying is essential to facilitating that conversation and developing the relationships you need with the people that you're networking with. So smiling, nodding, making eye contact is all incredibly helpful. And I know as an introvert, that may not necessarily be the thing that you want to do the most, or even as an extrovert, sometimes it can be really hard to keep that smile on your face and look like you're actively participating in the conversation. So oftentimes you are going to have to be very, very aware of your facial expressions. I've had so many people come on my shows and they just look miserable the entire time, even though they're actively engaged listening and talking to me on my shows. And so we have to make sure our facial expressions are communicating how we actually feel and not making people feel like we are not paying attention or like we don't want to be there. So smile, because it's a really helpful way to make sure that we are in an active conversation with people. Now, 
Another one that I love is using live broadcasts while you are at these events. This is a great way to show off what's happening, but also to bring people into the conversation. So this is a great way to give a platform to people who would not ordinarily be able to reach your people. So go live while you are at these events. And of course, you want to make sure that you are paying attention to whether or not you're allowed to in certain areas or in classes. You want to make sure you're in a specific place where you can be doing this actively and helpfully within your business business, but I love using my live broadcast because it gives me a little bit of a break from having conversations as an introvert who sometimes needs some breaks from people, but it also gives me the opportunity to give people a platform and to start conversations that I would not ordinarily be able to have with them because people tend to shy away from conversations, but the second you put them in the spotlight and introduce them to someone on a live stream, they kind of feel like they have to talk to you and they get a little more comfortable with you. So I love, love, love using live broadcasting to network while I'm at these events. Now, another really important thing to do while you're at these events is to carry business cards. And I do this for all of my businesses. So when I walk around, I actively have these in my hand and I can hand them out to people if I think that it would be a good connection for them to come on my show or for me to go do something with their business, if I think I can help them in some way, or if I just want to connect with somebody, I'm able to hand out these business cards. And this is a great way to make sure that when you make new friends at these networking events, they remember who you are. So always carry around business cards, have some extra in your pocket, in your wallet, in your purse, whatever you need, and then make sure you've got some in your hands and carry them around and have conversations with people and introduce yourself and give them the card if you think it's going to be a good connection. Now, pro tip here, don't just hand them out to anybody. You don't want to be that slimy car salesman who just forces your business card on people. But if you developed a conversation with them, if you have created some type of relationship or rapport with them, maybe you will want to reach out later on. So at the end of your conversation, before you move on, hand them your business card. Let them know that you would love to hear from them or that you would love to reach out to them and make sure they remember who you are so that when they leave the event, not only do they remember your face and your conversation, but they have a way to then search you and reach out to you. Which then brings us to number nine, friends, and that is to find people in the same space as you and latch onto them. So when you're at these events, when you are meeting people who could potentially work with your business, benefit your fans, your followers, your students in some way and give value to you or someone that you can help and reach out to their clients and potentially be someone who can solve a problem for them or give benefits to them in some way, you want to make sure that you are latching onto those people. So as soon as you find someone in your space, in your industry, in your niche, or someone that can benefit your students or you can benefit their students, make sure you not only befriend them, but you spend a lot of time with them and you become legitimate friends with them and you hang out with them and you introduce them to other people who can also benefit their business. These are the people that you want to spend the most time with. So find people in the same space and then buddy up with them because this is really important. Now, the 10th one, the final one is really important. And we've actually kind of mentioned this a little bit. We've hinted at this just a bit as we've been chatting today. And that is to follow up. So many people go to these events, make these great connections, and then do nothing. No emails, no texts, no DMs, no conversation. How does it help you to go to a networking event, network, and then do nothing? Unfortunately, that does not grow your business at all, nor does it help you to create those relationships and friendships within the industry. So you need to make sure you're following up. Get people's business cards, get their phone numbers, get their social media. Find a way to remember these people. 
a lot of people are not going to show up with contact information. So as you're meeting somebody, get on your phone and ask them to type in their Instagram handle or their Facebook page and like it right then and there. And when they pull it up for you, I want you to take a screen wrap of it because it's going to be really hard to find it later. So I want you to be able to go into your photos and find that after the event and then reach out to them and follow up. Even if it's just to say, hey, thanks. It was so nice meeting you. I really enjoyed our conversation. I appreciate you coming to the event and talking to me. Or if you can, find a way to do a collaboration. Work together some way. Do a live broadcast together, even if it's just to jump on a live broadcast and talk about the networking event together. That is a great way to get in front of their audience and get them in front of your audience and make sure you've got that connection. So follow up. It's a really important thing. Okay. Okay. In the next episode, we're going to be talking all about how you can get guest spots on other people's podcasts and talk shows. So once you've hit up these networking events and you've made some friends, here's how to pitch them to get onto their podcasts and their shows and in front of their audience as well. Or if you are cold calling these amazing people that you want to get on their shows, this is how to do it. Now, don't forget to subscribe because you do not want to miss this next episode. It's going to be really good. And then come over to our YouTube page and subscribe and hit the notification bell over there because we're dropping new videos every Tuesday and Friday. We're doing our weekly live Ask Me Anythings on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, where for 20 minutes, I'm answering your questions in real time and giving you answers on social media. We're dropping breaking social media world news every time it happens over on our YouTube page. And we've got the Social Media for Bosses talk show with completely unique content from the podcast where we're bringing amazing educators and industry leaders to teach you how to grow profitable businesses through smart social media marketing. And of course, you can come hang out at kmrobinson.com for all of our webinars, our tutorials, our courses, the PDFs, the freebies, the amazingness over there, and socialmediaforbosses.com, which will kick you over to our talk show and podcast for more in-depth information. If you've got questions, I would love to get those answered for you. And if you would like to be a guest on the show, I want to hear from you guys too. So reach out, kmrobinson.com and socialmediaforbosses.com. I'll see you guys again in the next episode as we're talking all about how to get those guest spots on podcasts and talk shows. Until then, stay inspired.